Hello and welcome to another episode of Sexual Confidence on Tap with Shannon Etheridge and Friends, where today we are continuing our conversation about illiteracy issues in Ooh. marriage. <laughs> and here is my friend, Michelle Woods, who, hey, hey Michelle, I, I, I'm going to do it right this time. I'm going to ask. How is my friend doing? Oh, hi. Thank you for meeting my emotional needs and not just <laughs> jumping into this topic. Yeah, Michelle recently told me, um, you need to ask me how I'm doing first before you just <laughs> do me. Like, what are we going to talk about today? I so feel so used up. Why don't you... <laughs> Like wine me and dine me first, Shannon. I, I will. I will. I will caress your knuckles and look deeply into your eyes and say, "How are you doing today? How are you, honey? How so are I'm, you? I'm great. I'm doing really well. Good. And you look beautiful. Thank I can you. see you on this. I, I just this had Zoom a podcast. I just had a television interview via Zoom, so I had to put some makeup on for a change. It's like, oh, who is that girl in the mirror? It, it's been like two months since I put on makeup. <laughs> Yeah, it's been like two months since I put on real clothes. I don't, I don't think I've worn uh, some. One of my friends calls it hard pants and soft pants. So if you have real pants, that's your hard pants, and if you have your pretend workout clothes, you know, right. that's your and, soft pants. Yeah. And putting on a bra again is really hard. Oh, I, I am sports bra all the way right now. So, so okay. Hopefully much. that was enough. What are we going to talk about today? <laughs> Sorry, I just, I appreciate you uh, asking me how I am. I, really I do, do care about how you're doing. All I right. Do. So let's talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. So today we've got H Clippers. <laughs> that was your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs H Clippers. And then moans and groans. There you go. What? So without any further ado, we will dive into the conversation that was originally recorded in Michelle's basement on <laughs> illiteracy issues in marriage. All right. Number three, gentlemen, I want you to keep her comfortable. And no matter what that looks like, uh, it's really important I find that putting a pillow underneath her hips or her bottom just to elevate her a little bit mm -hmm. and make her clitoris a little more accessible to the tongue mm -hmm. is one of the best strategies. You know what I love? What? Is a pillow, obviously lay on a pillow, but two pillows on the side of my arms. Yes. Like I feel like I'm in a giant, hmm, what do I feel like? Marshmallow cocoon? Yeah. Yeah? So it's just comfortable oh, for just you? Oh, just so comfy. And Brian laughs every time. <laughs> I reach over like you're climbing into a hot dog bun. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah. Ask her what, you know, ask her what makes her comfortable. But you agree that the position that she's in is vital. Yeah. And like, I yeah. know that a lot of men have this really great fantasy of, I want you to sit on my face. And mm -hmm. that can be wonderful, but yeah. it can also get painful after a short period of time and expecting her to go long enough to have an orgasm in that position to on her knees, squatting over your face. Say to squat and the legs burn, and then you're trying to have an orgasm and make it all, you know, porn worthy. Um, <laughs> it is. It is not easy. No, she needs to be flat on her back, relaxed. Yeah. And so do whatever it takes to get her relaxed and warm and comfortable and or in the zone. Her stomach. 
or on her stomach. That is, that's a good one. Or draped over a wedge pillow, or I think yes, it's, there's something one called the, a liberator pillow, or you know all these names. I do. Is that a womanizer, it, a liberator? I. It, it, it's almost like I've been researching this. Are you this a sex lady? <laughs> exactly. Um, I've heard some women say rolling over on a yoga ball puts her oh. in a perfect position for him. Oh my! Uh, either on good. her back or her stomach. Yeah. So yeah, I'm certainly get creative. Just play with have it. Fun with it. Absolutely. Um, so, and then number four is, as I mentioned, you need to plan 40 to 45 minutes. It probably won't take that long. A lot of women can do it more like 20 to 30, but if it takes her 40, it takes her 40. If it takes her 45 or 50, it, it just does. But here's what I want the guys to consider. Supposedly men enjoy this. That's what I've heard. Well, it's, I think it's according to the story that they've told themselves mm -hmm. in their heads, because right. I think that there are some men who think that they don't like it because that's the story they've told themselves. But most men really want to do this for their wives. They feel like a man. They feel like a hero yes. when they do it. So I just think that it's a really good concept for a man to feel as if I'm in this for the long haul until she comes. I'm not going to put any pressure yeah. on her to hurry up. Well, and if she knows he's enjoying it and it's, like it truly brings him pleasure and excitement and turns him on. That helps. Then, you know, it may not take 40, 45 minutes. If it does, that's fine. But exactly. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's what I think. So 10 times the number of minutes that it takes for a man is how long it takes for a woman. Don't it just focus is on that, guys, or you'll never do it. <laughs> <laughs> Now you just said that they enjoy it. I there you go saying something I know, like that. but I whispered it so only the guys could hear. <laughs> oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so the fifth thing is express your eagerness and your pleasure in doing it. How? Um, moans, groans. Do you have examples for compliments? Us? You just you want to see me put my face up to this microphone and just be like, oh baby, I love the way you taste. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think for her to know that verbally and physically yes. he is giving signs of affirmation, that, yeah. that really helps her lean into it. Absolutely. The worst thing a guy can do is be like, <sighs> like it is a pain, <sighs> right? It is an inconvenience to, to my life to moan and groan that he's uncomfortable or right. whatever. You know what? That's on you. Do what it takes to get comfortable. Yeah. But putting that on her, you have pretty much hijacked her orgasm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And true. so there's our best advice for the guys. Now let's talk to the ladies. Okay. Ladies. <laughs> you want to go, go cover the first one? <laughs> go get your hedge clippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said earlier, part of, I think a lot of women with, you know, what they worry about is the way they look and taste and smell. And so our first tip is ladyscaping and hygiene. So I don't know about you, but if Brian is going down there and I haven't shaved or I look like I have like an eighties microphone down there, <laughs> Which that bush. has not happened in years, just <laughs> FYI. But if that did happen, there is no way I would ever want him down there. There's no way I could be comfortable and enjoy and think that he was enjoying if I wasn't trimmed mm -hmm. and smelled good. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm all about the smelling good. 
but I have heard men say that they like a natural what? look and taste and smell. A bush? No. Yeah. I yeah. There's actually a rapper. I forgot who it was. I think it was CeeLo Green was talking about how <laughs> they don't want no douched and perfumed pussy. <laughs> I said it. CeeLo. Is that gutter enough for you? <laughs> yes. I said the yes, she did it. Can we call CeeLo and ask? I'm, I'm quoting a rapper. Okay. <laughs> that didn't come from the mouth of Shannon. But do what makes what? you feel comfortable and confident. Do guys really like that? Well, it's according to who the guy is, is my guess. Well, they, okay. They all like something different, but, but I can't imagine, like, I can see a landing strip, okay? <laughs> and that being kind of hot. But as far as full-blown natural, like, you end up with pubes in your teeth? Yeah, I can't no, imagine that either. But again, Ooh, I, I have had clients that tell me your boat, that just... they don't like it when their wife shaves because they just like a more natural. Hey. Well, if that's approach. the case, that makes it easy on the wife. Well, yeah. you don't have to go through all that mess every time. Well, that's true. Good for her. That's true. Well, and my him. my concept has always been: if you're going to feed him a picnic on the lawn, you need to cut the grass. <laughs> So. <laughs> your metaphors are my favorite all right we'll find out if your husband likes the grass cut or not yeah how about that now on the topic of hygiene i think that women need to know that douching is never medically necessary why is it i don't know why but why is it not good because it washes away not just the bad bacteria but the good bacteria oh, okay and the bacteria that causes a woman to have any sort of odor down there after mm -hmm. a significant period of time is not coming from inside the vagina it's oh. coming from the labia it's coming from the vulva it's coming from inside the lips the external and the internal lips mm -hmm. stuff but that's no different than if you didn't wash your toes you're going to get toe jam if you didn't mm. wash your armpits Yummy. you're going to get schmegma <laughs> and so you 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 need to be consistent with just like sitting in a tub and just running your fingers along the you know each of the folds of skin I don't think that it requires a specific cleanser, but if you want one, Summer's Eve makes an intimate cleanser that's mm -hmm. not too harsh for a woman's vaginal area. But yeah, feeling confident with her cleanliness is certainly key. Number two, I think that a woman needs to be willing to let herself go mentally. mentally? Yes. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying. I think that should be number one. <laughs> Stop with so the anxiety. Important. Stop with the editing. Right. Stop with the replaying your to-do list okay. for the next day. You need to really, I think that every woman needs to know what storyline, what plot, what theme mm -hmm. arouses her and right. be willing to let her brain go in that direction because it's really helping him out. Right. He can't give her enough stimulation that if she's thinking about something else entirely, she's going to have an orgasm. Right. She has to get her head in the game. But it's so hard as uh, a mom and um, stuff with kids and work and we're so busy these days to just uh, to let your mind go elsewhere and to to check out for a minute and enjoy but she needs to consider that her mental vacation yeah oh I totally her agree relationship building vacation her sex life strengthening vacation mm -hmm. and the other thing, I know that I've said it on other episodes, but I just can't say it enough. We have to remember that frequent orgasm 
is the best Alzheimer's preventative plan possible because it lights up every part of your brain like no other activity. Oh God, you're going to remember everything till you're like 104, aren't you? <laughs> you will. Why only 104? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe after that. There's like 250 health benefits to orgasm. So That's a woman has to take time, just like she takes time out to brush her teeth or mm -hmm. take a walk or like this yeah. is, this just needs to be part of a healthy mm -hmm. lifestyle. Right. Um, all right. So number three, don't be hesitant to give him verbal and nonverbal feedback. We've talked to him about re like reading her body language mm -hmm. right, and listening to her moans and discerning if that's a good moan or a bad moan, right. but she needs to be giving off those signals. Yeah. You can direct without being rude or making him feel like he's not doing a good job or you know what I mean? Oh, that will shut a sexual experience Done. down so fast. Yeah. Exactly. If either one of them complains, yeah, complaints don't have, there, there's no context for complaints in the act. Right. If it's something that you want to bring up a few hours later mm -hmm. or the next day, yeah. but make sure that you have an alternative suggestion because if you mm -hmm. just leave it as a criticism, you just insulted your partner. You're, yeah. Just ask for what you want. Use your voice. Make mm -hmm. it about you. It's not about them. They're doing the best they can. He doesn't have a vagina. She doesn't have a penis. You have right. to teach each other what you need <laughs> yes. and that's okay. Right. Um, all right. Number four, ladies, don't watch the clock. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you have one of those alarm clocks that flash the time, <laughs> just turn it over, don't look. turn your phone off, put it on silent. Um, Cause yeah. you can feel pressure. Like if your husband is down there for a long time. I mean, you just, you do start feeling like, okay, forget it. It's not going to happen. Well, and every time about you, it, every time you open your eyes and look at the clock to see how long it's been and you're doing the math in your head, you basically just hijacked the out. whole engorgement process. Yeah. So yeah, it's just relax. It's vacation. You, you don't need a right. watch. Right. Uh, so that leads us to the last one. Trust the process. Just, relax, receive, enjoy, mm -hmm. stop being so self-conscious. It may feel sensitive at first. Once you relax into it and let the engorgement happen as a result of the storylines going on in your, you know, in your head between your two right. ears, the engorgement will happen. It won't be as sensitive. It may just become sensitive in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Um, just enjoy it. Yeah. Right. It, and you may not orgasm every time mm -hmm. and that's right. okay. It's, it doesn't have to be orgasm driven. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be bonding and pleasure yeah. driven. As long as you're both having fun and enjoying it, then it really doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Just don't feel pressure to produce an orgasm for him right? as feedback or whatever. Well, and we talked about earlier how anybody can be good at this. You know, some people probably feel like, well, I'm just not, I don't know what to do. I'm not skilled. You know, I, I just don't know how to do it. And so everybody's new at something yeah. and practice makes perfect. So we said that if you enjoy kissing, mm -hmm. that this can totally be right up your alley. True. Like if you're good with your lips and your tongue and what'd we say? And just play and explore. We said, just, just be willing to explore. Making love with your mouth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. With, <laughs> with other body parts. If he yeah. just thinks of it as, as he is making love to her clitoris with his lips and tongue. Oh, you'll be golden. Yeah. You'll be just fine. Now I'm sure that the men are going, are you going to do a show on, <laughs> on, 
on bee jerks? Oh. Are you going to do a show on the reciprocal act? Yes. <laughs> of course. We're going to talk about oh. how not to fail at fellatio. Good, because women Translation, need to know. how to blow his mind with a really good <laughs> blowjob. I, I think that because reciprocity is one of our mantras yes. of this episode, we definitely need Absolutely. to do that show too. <laughs> but I want to conclude this episode with this story. A couple of years ago, I was talking to um, some clients and they were just very direct with me. They said, we have very limited funds uh, because they were in a line of work that just, they had to really you know, watch their budget. Mm -hmm. And they said, we want you to be as direct with us as you possibly can be mm -hmm. uh, to help us get over this hurdle that we have in our intimate life. And I said, okay, talk to me about the hurdle. So they explained that she had a lot of hangups and anxieties about how she smelled and how she tasted. Mm -hmm. And she was willing to let him go down on her because he convinced her that he really did want to, and that he really did enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But uh, when he came back up, like she would freak out, like you have to go wash your hands. You have to go wash your face. Oh, you yeah. have to, yeah. like, she didn't want him to kiss her mm -hmm. after he had been down there. And I was like, what are you afraid of? Like, if it's okay for him to have his lips in those juices, what's wrong with your lips coming in contact with your own juices? Like, right. is it really worth killing the mood and sending him to the bathroom to scrub <laughs> his beard and lips yeah. and brush? And even she wanted him to brush his teeth. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so he was saying, this is just a real boner killer for me. Mm -hmm. And it's at his age, it was hard to get back into the swing of things, get yeah. back in the mood. And so I told him, I said, all right, you told me to be as direct as I could be with you. And <laughs> don't ask Shannon that she'll do it. Yeah. So I told her you need to get desensitized to the sight and, and mm -hmm. taste and smell of your own vaginal juices, because this seems to be the big, you know, the, the big wet blanket, right. so to speak on, wow. on your intimate experiences. Yeah. And so her eyes were like as big oh as saucers that you freaked yeah. her out. Oh, and of course, and when I didn't hear from them for months and months, I just, I wrote them <laughs> off. It was just like, well, I assume that I will not be hearing me. from them again because I totally freaked her out. But they told me we can only do one session with you. What is your best advice? And that yeah. was my best advice. So I gave it so to what them. Did you, so what here's, does that mean? okay, but the story doesn't end there. The story doesn't, what do you mean? What does it mean? What is it, what, like, it, to desensitize, I mean, it, like, so when it she means, comes, like rub it on her face or something? No, well, what? it wasn't just a matter of when she comes. It was a matter of whenever he's been down there and he's ready now to penetrate her, don't yeah. send him to the bathroom to brush his teeth and scrub so his let beard. him kiss her. Just let, let him kiss her. Just relax about it. Yeah. Okay. Just relax about it. Okay. But if she's clean, she's clean. It's just, it, yeah. you know, it just, it is what it is. And so uh, a year later, I see that they show up on my schedule and I'm oh like, Oh wow. Okay. Well, we will check in. Yeah. And I was kind of bracing myself. They may right. chew me out for being too direct <laughs> or give them an assignment that they could never, uh, yeah. you know, never complete. But not only did they complete the assignment, oh, no. it totally revolutionized their intimacy in that she was just so much more comfortable in her own skin, Aww. in the bed, in their lovemaking. Yeah. It just, it really helped her become totally uninhibited yeah. instead of just always worrying about mm -hmm. where her juices were going and what yeah. it was, you know. And so they said, we, we really just scheduled this appointment to give you a praise report as to the work that you did with us in oh one hour gosh. flat. I was just like, 
really, you were able to get comfortable so fast. And, yeah. and, and she said, well, it took me about a month. Uh-huh. Uh, but not only did she get comfortable enough for them to start making love a lot more often and enjoying it a lot more, they reached over to the side of the camera and what? pull over a baby, baby number uh, six. <gasps> what? <laughs> they said they wanted to have another child to commemorate the breakthrough that they had had. Oh, so this was a huge deal. It was like monumental. A, and, and they had a baby because of it. I was standing under the light in my office and they were like, we see the glow, the, the halo around your head. We know that you're an angel. Did they name it Shannon? Please tell it me. It was a little boy. Dang it. Boys Although boys, it's true. That is yeah. true. But the husband was, be- well, they were both beaming. Oh. They were both totally, totally beaming. Yeah. Looked like completely different people. They had started out just, you know, just the, the furrowed brow yeah. and the intense look yeah. and just the, the anxiety and the frustration. And now that and was just totally, they freedom. looked, they looked 15 years younger. They looked 15 pounds lighter. They looked yeah, so they've happy been doing it and in love. Skinny. They looked so comfortable with each other and that holding this so little baby. Sweet. Like that is a yeah. mental picture that I will never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever forget. That's awesome. So That's yeah, gracious. I just, I, and if they're listening to this episode, I hope I did a good enough job masking your identity. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your kind yes. words of affirmation. Because that rocks my face off. Oh, I'm, I know it does. When you mm. have really hard conversations with yeah. people about stuff that you never heard a sermon preached on, yes. you never heard a Sunday school lesson on it, your parents never talked to you Mm-mm. about it, you've, no. nev- you've literally never had this conversation with another human being on the yeah. planet, and they listen to what I recommend. To be part of a breakthrough. And they let themselves be drugged out of their comfort mm-hmm. zone, and they really apply themselves yeah. to seeing what they're capable of. And then having that kind of breakthrough, it just, it it's literally incredible. makes me want to. Well, that's why you do what you do. Do a victory dance. <laughs> it is. It is why I do what I do. So I know that this is a lot of it. We covered a lot of territory. I, I kept know. thinking this should have been multiple episodes. We may have to break this up and make it a two-part episode. Yeah, we can do that. But, yeah. Of course, you know, we're doing the play on words with illiteracy. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of this book called Read for Your Life. Uh And, um, I can't remember the author's name right off the top of my head. I want to say it's Pat Williams, but the author of the book says the man who won't read Mm. has no advantage over the man who can't read. So try is what you're saying. Now I want to apply that to ill clitoracy of you you are never going to master this until you practice it. And why on earth would you exclude this from your sexual repertoire Mm -hmm. when you could be both enjoying it and building all kinds of bonds and releasing all kinds of oxytocins? And I've also heard that um, a woman's vaginal juices are an elixir to the male body, that there are chemicals or properties or whatever that actually is a health boost to the male body. Isn't that interesting? So they need it. They need us. Yeah. Why would you, why would you not try? Don't knock it until you try it. Don't assume that you don't enjoy it until you have tried Mm -hmm. it at least 20 times per year. Or if you, uh, or let your husband try it 20 times. Because obviously we're not just talking to the men. I mean, this is kind of for the men. Right. But 
But it we know so that sometimes towards is, the women too. Sometimes it is the woman slowing the freight yeah, train there's down. There's probably plenty of men that are listening that are saying, "Hey, I want, I want to do this for her. Right. I want to please her. I want to enjoy her. I want to feel like the man. Yes, like the stud I am in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But she won't let me. Well, we were talking earlier about how when our husbands are performing this act for us, mm-hmm. not only do we thoroughly enjoy it we notice that he becomes a lot oh, more it's obvious. erect and firm and oh, ready to, yeah. yeah. Brian never wants me to do anything to him until he's taking care of me. Aww. And he told me the other day. She comes first. Honestly, that's exactly what he said. He said, I just, I want, which I'm very thankful that he's this way, but he said, I want to take care of you first. And if I don't, I don't feel like I've done my job. Mm. I don't feel like, a, like the man that could take care of you, you know? And, um, so that means a lot and I'll definitely let him. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> won't fight darn, it. honey. Oh, twist my arm. But that's such an amazing mentality, but it's teamwork, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, before we move on to blowing his mind, I think that we do need to have a different conversation at another time around G-spot orgasm because women have multiple ways of having an orgasm, mm-hmm. not just through clitoral stimulation. So there's our cliffhanger oh, for this episode. Hang on the G-spot cliff. People. <laughs> hey, we really stink at something. No, we don't. We have not been doing a very good job of reminding listeners how to reach out to us and let oh. us know what kind of questions, comments, suggestions, etc. that they have. So if you want to send us an email, it's just on tap at Shannon Etheridge.com. S H A N N O N E T H R I D G E.com. There's no E in the middle of Etheridge. It's not Etheridge. It's Eth. Ridge. Or you can reach out to me at 1-800-H-O-T-L-I-P-S. <laughs> Don't you mean 1-900? Oh, <laughs> Don't you charge money yes, yeah, I'm sorry. I'd forgotten <laughs> that I've upped my services. But speaking of telephone, we also have a phone number that you can call and leave up to, I believe it's a four minute message. Okay. Uh, just dial 321-30-ON-TAP. So it's 321 O-N-T-A-P. Call us. And Holla. let's just go ahead and, and do the cheat sheet here. That is so boring. Why didn't you do like so it's six so nine, let's say it the way that we six, say nine, six nine. <laughs> six nine. <laughs> okay, so we need to say it like a phone number. So it would be so it would be three two one three oh six six eight two seven. There. So we're going to say that again. We would love to hear from you. Give us a call. Leave us up to a four minute voicemail message. If you would like for us to edit the sound of your voice so we can play your call on air, we can certainly do that. But the number is 321-306-6827. Yes. You really should have put a 69 in there, but whatever. Whatever. I, I did good to get be, on tap in be there boring. somewhere. Be boring. <laughs> on tap is in there. Well, so this has been Margaret, Joe, and Terry for delicious. Di- oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> sorry. Wrong skit. It's Margaret, Joe, and Terry. Is that who it is? Anna, 
Anna Gasteyer's Margaret Joe talking and Molly about Shannon balls Terry. and dusty muffins. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, if anybody's got a dusty muffin, it is not me. Speak for yourself, not me. <laughs> Your muffin's dusty. Uh, Brian is not going to let dust collect on that thing. <laughs> no all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for tolerating our really (laughs) blunt direct conversation that you will never hear in the church but it is our mission to make this a much more comfortable topic among all the church folk but not exclude (laughs) people who aren't church folk either but hopefully this has been a very helpful conversation to both men and women so we love you for listening and we thank you for tapping on us. <laughs>